0: if you you know came to me a couple of years ago and you said hey nick you know in the future you're gonna have a mom following (laughs) i wouldn't really know how to take that i would have been super excited i love moms
1: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Shenantics, your favorite podcast on the internet, my favorite podcast on the internet, and Skanky's third favorite podcast on the internet.
0: How's your how's your week going, Skanky? That is true. This is my third favorite podcast.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, it's uh he's he's a podcast connoisseur. We're trying to up the level, up our game a bit to meet his high standards, but I don't know if we can do it.
0: It's pretty it tough. Be. Not gonna lie. I mean, we, ha- we have a lot of competition out there for favorite podcast.
1: It's true. Yeah, he's a he's become a little bit of a podcast snob ever since he went back to school and became <laughs> educated in the uh, in the art of <laughs> podcasting. And so it's it's been tough. It's been tough. We've been we've been dropping in the ranks recently.
0: So we uh, have. I I've... actually am uh, having a we're having a podcast party on Tuesday. Oh, really? In my class. Yeah, well, it's the end of the semester. Okay. And we're having a podcast party where we drink wine. Yes. And we all listen to the podcast, that like our final podcast Mm -hmm. assignment. Oh, my God. Can I come? Dude, you should. I would love to have
1: you. That'd be amazing. I wish I could just afford this a plane flight out to new york three days in advance
0: <laughs> just <laughs> like, to go for one night and then exactly.
1: I mean. <laughs> <laughs> the fly back home it's it's times like this i really wish i was just insanely rich <laughs> like i could just do <laughs> rent ra- like this is crazy a, shit exactly that's the spice of life of being like what did you do on your tuesday i fucking flew to new york for a podcast party
0: <laughs> like, you know what i think though if you're that rich yeah, doing that sort of thing becomes normal, don't you think? So that it it doesn't it loses the, the edge.
1: Yeah, I, I guess I could see that, right? Like right now, I get excited when I find five dollars walking down the street. Like it's like I'd rather be able to keep those 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 moments instead of being like things that I seem out of this world are just become so commonplace that everything's kind of boring.
0: Exactly. Like if if we think so, let's put our shoes into someone who. Like so, you finding the five dollars. What do you spend it on? You're like, ah, I'm gonna buy like some M Ms or some shit. Or but Overwatch like, loot boxes. Or yeah. Overwatch, even better, you're gonna watch. You're gonna buy Overwatch loot boxes. Mm-hmm. But then, then there's someone who's like literally homeless, like a hobo who finds five dollars. So They're like, I could eat like a champion tonight. You know, it's
1: true. It's yeah. all
0: perspective, man.
1: Yeah, now I feel bad about how I just spent that five dollars. That I no, did. it's important.
0: I mean, the loot boxes <laughs> oh. are important. You know.
1: Yeah, no, they are. They are important. They keep me going. They're what keep me going in this world. It's just... I'm here to just keep convincing you to buy loot boxes. <laughs> exactly. I think you are hired by Blizzard to talk to me once a week. They convince me to keep putting money into oh the Blizzard my God. ecosystem. You found out. I found know. Out. Yeah. I How was the mole. That?
0: I was the Blizzard mole. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Speaking
1: of moles, um, <laughs> I uh, this season of Silicon Valley, I think, has been really, really good. I love the show Silicon Valley on HBO. I've, I've never a, watched it. You've never watched, it, really, never. No, I, I don't know. I have a hard time recommending anything to anyone anymore because I, I'm so like gun shy about like getting it wrong. But my gut tells me that I think you would find the humor of that show that you like very appealing to you. Okay, I, I think you would like it. I think you should. You should give it. A, you should give it a shot if you can find access to HBO. Um, well, I
0: have. I have HBO.
1: Oh look at it! Oh, no reason not to. Just go check it out. You got plenty of time, you know. I mean, Skinky, all he does every week, he records shenanigans for an hour, and then I'm assuming that's it. Goes
0: to podcast that's, that's parties. All I do. Yeah, um, I go to and... podcast parties, and you know, I network <laughs> so, our podcast, and
1: yeah, look at that. you know, I
0: mean, yeah. we we rake in a good amount of money for this podcast. Yeah, we
1: we we do enough. So, to host Silicon pod- Valley,
0: tell me a little bit about it.
1: But no, it's great. It's great. It's, uh, I, I, I hated it the first time I watched it or like when I first watched the first episode, um, I didn't, I was thinking something else when I was watching it and so I really didn't like, um, the show. And then I watched it again, like from a different frame of reference or different mindset. Um, and it totally hooked me in. So, uh, it's, it's fun. It's fun. It's, that's a nice little like poking, you know, jabs at Silicon Valley, um,
0: you know, the I actual those, real world one. Yeah, those ty- those types ty- of shows. You know, recently actually, my my parents were never into TV shows, mm-hmm. and there was a point where I was like, "Guys, you need to start watching TV shows." It's like you gotta watch. You got you have Netflix now. You gotta watch this. My brother got them Netflix for Christmas or something. Mm-hmm. And my dad was like, "Oh, you know, TV. I don't know, man. Like, I like watching <laughs> movies. I'm like, stop." Just go and, like, watch something. Like, mm-hmm. like, go go watch. I told them to watch Breaking Bad. We try, I tried to watch Breaking Bad with them once. And they were like, I don't know. I don't, I, don't. I don't know, whatever it was. And then they started watching Walking Dead. Because mm-hmm. I got them to watch Walking Dead. We used to watch together. And then it got to the point where they were watching it without me. (laughs) Yes. They got severely addicted. They're still so addicted to what I stopped watching Walking Dead two seasons ago. They're still watching it like crazy. They're like, dude, you're not going to believe what happens. And then they started watching (laughs) the other stuff. And I mean, my dad was like full on in now. And now they're watching so many different shows that Mm -hmm. I never even told them about. Like they watched all of... um, What's that British show, Downton Abbey? Oh, I love Downton Abbey. They just finished watching Downton Abbey, and I oh. could, like. I mean, it's like, but I guess the the original point I was trying to get to was that I used to have to convince them that hey, sometimes you got to push through the first couple episodes mm-hmm. or the first season to really like feel good about a show. Yeah, and Walking Dead was kind of like that for them, and and Parks and Rec was definitely like that for them, mm-hmm. and, and Breaking Bad was actually like that. They didn't really like the first episode of Breaking Bad, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. you know, I forced them to watch the rest of it, and they loved it. But yeah. you know, I think it's sometimes you got to set yourself up for those TV shows because you know, yeah, I feel no, like they're I, still I trying to figure it out at the beginning too. Yeah, <laughs>
1: no, I agree. Um, and I feel like a lot of it because sometimes the first episode or two, um, especially if it's a, a a series that really develops like a good amount of depth to it later on, um, the first you know two three episodes doesn't necessarily signal that they could just appear to be um, they not not like not that they're boring but like they just don't grab you in a certain way, um, and because it doesn't reveal itself until later, and so I do think that a lot of it now is, like, it's important to have recommendations from other people about good or bad TV shows so that you get past the hump of maybe an episode that isn't all that good at the beginning. Or, like, that way you commit yourself to a show that's actually worth committing all these hours to instead of, you know, you all of a sudden watch two seasons, you're like, actually, I look back and that was not good. That was was not a... That was not, not a good use of my time. <laughs> that was not a good show. <laughs> yeah, that was that was there. You're like, why did I why did I keep on going? I'm gonna be um, honest
0: with you. That was a piece of dog shit.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um sometimes at work, what's what's funny is like they'll be talking about TV shows, and I I do not have the same taste of TV shows as people at work. Um, but like there like sometimes like there will be like two or three of them like, oh my gosh, you guys should all go watch. Whatever show it is, I've never heard it. And then it'll be funny when like one other person like does go and watch it and like like three or four weeks later, like it's like we walk out of the lunchroom and like, Yeah, that, that show they recommended a month ago was that was not good. Like it really was just it really <laughs> was just terrible. Yeah, it, was, it was terrible. <laughs> yeah don't tell, them, though. Don't, tell like, don't tell them don't don't tell them no, Jesus. No, no. Just, they, just, they have they have no taste <laughs> they're just the worst tasted TV shows ever um but <laughs> so it's uh yeah no I, I love TV I love TV so.
0: what's like your what would you say it's so difficult but like mm-hmm. what, what do you think is your favorite TV show of all time or like top top mm-hmm. two three like what what do you think really stands out there for you
1: I think I think a show that really stands out there for me as of now um, is I really, really, really loved Boston Legal. Um, and then after I watched really? Boston Legal, I watched the one that pra- preceded it, uh, The Practice. Um, and I whatever it is, those shows stick out in my mind for some reason there's something about it that those ones are like ones i keep going back to and even based on like i love legal shows i'm like the one of the only lawyers in the world that likes watching lawyer shows um with all their (laughs) because they get everything wrong like everything about it you're like this is not how it works but i just love it it's like my guilty pleasure um and so like there's like shows like suits i love suits but like whatever for whatever reason boston legal to me was like a completely different show next level show second show if it isn't boston legal then the show that i absolutely love is uh studio 60 um that show i've watched that show i think three or four times in its entirety Um, which is easy because it's so short because it got canceled so early on Um, yeah i also love those are i would say are my two shows that so like for whatever reason made a really big mark on me um and so when i look back they like stand out where there's other ones i can appreciate other great shows um and other shows that i absolutely love but for whatever reason those two shows um studio 60 and boston legal have like this weird maybe i watched it like a weirdly formative time um or something else but like it made those made a really big mark on me
0: huh so, yeah, what about you that's fun um so one of my favorite TV shows, I feel like, is a show that no one has ever really even heard about. Okay. I feel really hipster when I talk about this show. Okay. Because, <laughs> dude, you don't even know. Um, <laughs> it's a show called Utopia. I I have not heard of it. So, it's a UK show. Okay. Um, And it was on Channel 4 in, like... 2013 2014 or something mm-hmm. um but it's just i don't even know it's it's such a weird show mm-hmm. but like i guess the best i could it's kind of like um if breaking bad looked even prettier than it does oh really uh it's i it's kind of i don't really me explaining what it's about i is a just a giant spoiler Okay. So you kind of have explain. to go in and watch it like just totally blank. Like you don't know what the fuck's going on. Okay. Um and I think the first episode is on YouTube if people oh, really? want to watch okay. it. Yeah, it's like 50 minutes and it's I mean it's honestly just a really fantastic show. It's also very gory. So if you're not into that, sorry um <laughs> sorry <laughs> still right. watch it but i apologize but, you have yeah i brought the wikipedia article and i didn't even know they won an international emmy for best drama series oh really was, yeah it's uh i mean it's a it's a really really good show it only had two seasons i think two and they series canceled the yeah two. Se- oh, yeah yeah yeah. It's ser- yeah. i guess series is seasons or whatever it's 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 british british British. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Two series <laughs> of 6 episodes. But yeah, I'd definitely give it a watch if you guys ever got the chance. Wow, it's only 12 it. episodes long? Yeah, yeah.
1: Wow. It's, okay. it's short.
0: It's nice. Short. Nice. Um, I like that. Yeah, but I mean, there's like a, I feel like there's a cult following. Yeah. of this of this show. And uh, I mean, uh, the, the first episode's on YouTube, so there's no excuse.
1: Yeah. I'm going to have to I'm going to have to find a way to watch the entire thing
0: also the uh the soundtrack is fantastic as well oh
1: yeah hmm. all right all right I'm gonna <laughs> I'm into it I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to check this out I'm excited I'm excited How I, 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 I can't wait I, I love the um I love the access that we're that we're getting that we get to uh British TV shows um over in the states now I feel like that's kind of something that's come about in like the past like 10 years compared to like before that. Damn, um,
0: I love British TV shows so much yeah no I agree I agree uh, like have you ever watched the in-betweeners? No I've not watched that either Oh I love that love that show it, is it
1: all one word um eh, I found it no that's a movie <laughs> Got it
0: I'm that's I think that's like a, Got that's a it. pretty classic that's a that's a classic British TV show.
1: I'm TV watching Trainers. it I'm gonna watch it
0: I'm gonna I'll let you know what I think um, If you want a really raunchy British show yeah. one of the classics is Little Britain um, it's kind of like it's kind of like oh this is this is hard It's kind of like a it's always sunny in Philadelphia but yes. like that same kind of humor but in skit format okay all right so like the two guys they do a whole bunch of different skits and um i would not recommend the show to the faint of heart because it is very raunchy humor like it's very dark sometimes racist humor like it's bad (laughs) but um (laughs) it's like a classic british comedy tv show
1: all right i'm excited and
0: like it's always sunny like it's like that kind of
1: yeah yeah, disturbing humor you know Yes, where Always Sunny is a great fantastic TV show, but at the same time, it is not a great message TV show. <laughs> like, no, no no, like, no, 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 no. one I should mean, take it and be like any of these people are role models in
0: any sense <laughs> of the word. Ever. I want to bro- grow up to be like Mac. <laughs> <laughs> Said, hopefully, no one ever. I'm just, um, I'm just curious. I'm just curious if
1: if you. We're going to go into, and hypothetically, um, you have a kid, Little Skanky, Um, which is, which character on Always Sunny would you be least disturbed for them to say that they wanted to be? Out of the main characters, out of like, like, D, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) I feel like, I feel like his character is super, like, I don't know, like, I feel like the other one's like. I feel like he's got enough intelligence that makes everything that his character do does um, even more sinister, right? Uh, like yeah,
0: a little like bit. I
1: feel I feel like when Mac does something, like or Dennis does something, it's just that like they, they're they they are just there's so <laughs> exactly. like There's a touch of innocence. Like a touch of it. It's true. No, it is so true. That is the best way to put it. There's like there's like, like like a little
0: a little wafting of innocence. Exactly. They... Like what's the what's the episode where they're hunting down um What's the priest's name again? Oh, the the cricket? Yeah, cricket. Yeah. But remember there's this episode where they're like, "Hey, Rickety cricket, yeah. Let's go hunt cricket because we want to hunt a human <laughs> and kill them." <laughs> But, like, they're dressed up like they're in a safari, and they're, like, camping out, ready to, like, hunt cricket. But it's, like, actually disturbing because they're trying to hunt a human being. Like, like it, there's, like, th- a touch of innocence in it. Exactly. Exactly. But then it's, like, but then the innocence clears, He you just realize it's terrible. Like, Yeah! I mean, just, it's awful.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah. No, it's... Oh, that show's amazing! I that show's so funny. <laughs> yeah, that show is so funny. It's that is that is a fantastic show. Man, maybe that's maybe that's not one of my all time favorite TV shows.
0: Damn. It's up there for me. I, I think that it's show is up there. that that's one of the shows that's really made me like genuinely laugh. Yeah, that's no, You know, like yeah. I, yeah, that show's really good.
1: <laughs> no, that show is very good. I, I think a second. I think another reason why I really like that show is that if you compare it to other like comedy type shows that we get um that we get and that we like and that we enjoy there's something that's different about it right like there's um like if i go to extreme opposite end like parks and rec is great it's funny and it's like infinitely quotable by a lot of people same thing like with the office but like there's something different about the humor in always sunny and not just in the fact that like it's darker or there's something else about it, but like it's doesn't have, I don't know. It just feels different to me. It just feels like it's, almost more memorable but not in the sense of like oh I'm just going to quote things from it like like when you're talking about the episode where they're hunting rickety cricket like I start to like see everything that was happening in it yeah. like and like my mind starts like replaying it compared to where if it was just like we were quoting off lines from like a different type of comedy um, it doesn't necessarily have the same thing like if we're talking about something about the Parks and Rec it doesn't start to replay in my mind in the same way that like Always Sunny does
0: so. you know why I think that is <clears throat> I think that it's Always Sunny is kind of unique. And I kind of take it, I kind of give FX a lot of credit mm-hmm. for taking this that kind of show mm-hmm. because it's a sh- what what, I feel like what those kind of networks want with a TV show is for people to connect with the characters. Yeah. They want you to be like them. So what you always hear is like, oh, I'm a Leslie Knope. Yeah, you know, yeah. like, oh, I'm a whoever from The Office. You know, like, I'm that person. But in It's Always Sunny... We're not any of those people. No, no. I don't think I'm I think just thinking. <laughs> yeah. We get satisfaction from watching them and being mm-hmm. like, wow, I am not them. But I'm yeah. really, really interested in looking at this from far away. Like, <laughs> I love looking at this situation <laughs> and seeing how it plays out. Yeah. So I think, you know, we don't relate with anybody on that show. And that's kind of why we like it. It's kind of like a weird inverse thing that you would never expect to actually work.
1: Yeah, no, that's true. That is true, man. Good show. If you guys have not watched, it's always sunny. Absolutely, oh, go yeah. check it out.
0: By the way, you should watch it. Sorry if we yeah. just talked about that, you don't know, have never watched an episode,
1: <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> I'm sure you got a, just the best picture possible of what the show is that you're about to go sit down and watch this evening.
0: Yeah, definitely go watch it. We forced some people to watch it and they liked it, so yeah, no, you should good.
1: like it too. It, it should. It Should it?
0: Isn't it? Is it? Isn't it? Um, if I remember
1: correctly, isn't it Gabala that doesn't like Always Sunny?
0: Gabala has never watched, so is sad. Oh, always, never watched. That's what it is. That's what I, it I've is. I've tried to say, "Hey, let's try to watch," and she's like, "Yeah." Yeah, she doesn't. She doesn't want to watch it.
1: You know, it's, it's, I, 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 she 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 doesn't know it, but she's just saving this treasure trove for a later date when she might appreciate it more. Um, I
0: think. I think. You know. I, yeah. I mean, I she hasn't even watched. Uh, well, she watched watched a little bit of Parks and Rec. Oh my gosh, Gabala. Gavala, what are you doing? <laughs> well, right now we're trying to. I've never watched The Office. Okay. So really, um, yeah. Like, so we're rewatching The Office right
1: now. Okay, interesting. Which is Very you know interesting. Yeah, fun. Yeah. I no, like The Office.
0: Fun. I think it's hilarious.
1: I do too. I think I really like The Office. Um, the the Office and like Parks and Rec to me are. I mean, even Always Sunny, like I could just go throw on an episode of it. Or, like, if I'm doing something else, I just need something in the background. Like, I feel like those are just shows I could just throw on and have them on. Um, Especially because I've seen them enough that they, you know, it doesn't require all my attention to also then get the joy and satisfaction out of things that are happening in the episodes.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think a lot of people are like that with The Office, too. They're Mm -hmm. just like, yeah. Whatever, yeah. just put on the episode. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't on care which one it is. <laughs> exactly. Does Netflix have a shuffle mode? Like, it's just <laughs> does Netflix have a shuffle mode? No, I don't think so. That'd be awesome. that'd be weird, but it would also be interesting. It would be really interesting. That'd be very good. They so. should have a random button. Where you press it, and then it just puts on a random TV show.
1: Yeah, you know, one thing, one you know, an interesting thing about that is when I think it was a few years ago, and I when. Like um, internet connected TV boxes were still trying to like break into the market more, right? And mm-hmm. like when, right back when Roku was really just a Netflix box, um, and it was having such a hard time. They were having such a hard time gaining traction um, and like having cord cutters or people that would just use that for their TV consumption. And one of the problems that I I think was a Verge article by Neelay Patel. um, And one of the things that he was saying, one of the big problems with it is, is it was, they were very different than the way people used to watch TV, where you just turn on the TV and you're all of a sudden just being given content, right? And then you can then search for other content. But it takes a, like, it puts the, decision making further down the line um, and so you can like get a little more enjoyment as soon as you turn it on because you're also most likely on a channel that you you know usually watch or enjoy where with like the set top boxes that are internet connected you gotta be like alright let me launch Netflix and I'm given this entire plethora of choices where I now have to figure out what show I'm in the mood for or what show I want to watch um, and he was arguing that maybe the way to do it when Apple was making like second generation Apple TV was maybe they should just have it where you can just turn on the Apple TV and it just starts giving you some content like it just finds something out there and it starts playing it and then so when you turn on the TV you get it like the old way it used to be and then if you want to go watch something else then you deviate away from that um and so i always thought that would have been a cool idea to kind of implement it's almost like a almost like a shuffle feature where oh i turn it on and it's like just starts playing like an episode of doctor who for me maybe because it knows i like doctor who or sci-fi stuff um just start giving me content and then if i want to deviate away from it i can i think it's less huh. relevant now because people are so we're used to Netflix now, we're used to watching TV in that yeah. way. Um, but like five to ten years ago when they first started coming out on the market, I think that would have been an easier way to start getting people to, you know, maybe take it on more than they did. It's a, I mean just they're so commonplace now, but um I mean when they first came about it, they weren't really all
0: that popular. So Yeah, wow. I guess that's kinda yeah, I guess I wasn't really uh What year was that? When was that happening? Like, I guess. I don't know. Like,
1: whenever, when did the second generation Apple. Because the first generation Apple TV was a huge flop.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, that one, I don't know if anyone remembers the first generation Apple TV. That was the one where they tried to make it like an iPod, where it had to be able to connect to your computer and transfer TV shows over to it. Um, First generation was 2007. So, second generation was uh, about 2010. So, when they were making the argument back in like 2009, 2010. So, almost nine years ago. Is is what I believe that would have been um, that article. That's really early on. on, Yeah,
0: really early on to like. uh, Yeah, I don't think I was really watching Netflix back then.
1: Yeah, like uh, a lot of people like, and if they were, they were watching on their computer, right? Like the idea of having it on your TV. Like there was an era where, and Netflix was super smart about this, where they were getting Netflix as a service on any device they possibly could so much so like the joke would be like every new toaster would be shipping with Netflix integration because it was it was literally baked into everything Um, and it was so smart for them to do it back then because it is so incredibly commonplace now that it's almost bizarre to hear of someone that hasn't heard of Netflix or doesn't have a way to watch Netflix easily if they had wanted to Um, yeah and so it's just I know it was it was a very different world back at that point.
0: Like, I remember thinking back, I remember one of the first times I heard about Netflix Mm -hmm. was when I was going to Blockbuster to pick up a DVD, Mm -hmm. and people were talking about how, oh, you could go and order Netflix DVDs to your house, and the big discussion was that there was no return date or fee or whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. And I was still at that point, I was like, but, like, I want to go get my DVD today and watch it tonight. Mm -hmm. And I always thought that was, like, it's so weird looking back at that, like, going to a store to find DVDs to rent. I just, like, that's so... Oh, my God,
1: wow. Yeah, no, it's crazy. I had a, like, Blockbuster, like, Literally right down the street for me, and the funny thing, it like I had the exact same experience that you did. And the funny thing is, is that the first service that I had used was actually the Blockbuster online DVD service, um, uh-huh. and not the Netflix one. Because if I remember correctly, with the Blockbuster one, if you got a disc in the mail, one of the things you could do is like I thought, like I think if you brought it in to return it, they would give you a free rental or something like that. Um, oh. Or there was some, there was some method with all that, where I was like, well, I have a blockbuster down the street. And so this offers me more value than what a Netflix subscription does. Um, and then I uh-huh. eventually switched over to Netflix up uh, to give you an idea of where, where things kind of are like in the timeline of history. Um, do you remember the quickster debacle with Netflix? No. So back a while ago, and this is, this is why, like I looked this up cause I want to get a bearing of when various things were happening. So at, at, there was a, obviously we're just talking about a time when Netflix was really just a DVD system. Um, And then they brought in the online streaming and the online streaming was kind of just like, like, eh, whatever, there wasn't anything there because they really hadn't taken over the TV market as they are now, right? And so you had movies that not many people really wanted to watch. There wasn't really anything on there, but it was a cool thing to have. Like, oh, I have my discs and I watched all these and I can pull something up on the streaming until my new discs come. And then the online streaming started to become more and more popular. And what Netflix announced one day, randomly, is that they were going to split off the two companies, and they are going to have the DVD um, shipping part of Netflix be its own separate company, and Netflix itself would only be online streaming. And there was this huge outcry with it, and what the separate company's name was, that was going to be the DVD service, was Quickster. Q-W-I-K-S-T-E-R. And... I think, like, and it was so crazy, and it got so much backlash about it because at that time, the DVD service was still so popular that people are like, I don't want to use two services, right? Like, it doesn't make sense for me to use and pay your online streaming service that doesn't have this much content. And I have the uh downline online streaming service and i also want to get my dvds and i want them all in one place um and so there's this huge backlash and i think it was only like 24 hours or 48 hours later that reed hastings had to like you know put out a video where he's like saying he's sorry and that they made a big mistake with the whole quickster thing and that <laughs> they're not gonna they're not gonna do it and i think that was i think that was back in like 2010 2011 is when the whole quickster um fiasco happened but uh wow. it's so it, and so that's so even back in like was we're in 2018 now so like seven eight years ago um it was the dvd part of of um netflix was still on september 18 2011 is when the announcement happened um but so back in 2011 the dvd part of it was so big and important still that people that this was a huge announcement and people had big backlash to it. Um, And so it's just kind of like it's not like we've been in the current era of great Netflix streaming for all that long.
0: Yeah, you know, now that you're talking about Quickster, I do kind of remember it. I just I wasn't I wasn't involved in that Mm -hmm. at that time, you know, like I wasn't like I wasn't paying attention to that shit back then. Mm -hmm. I was still kind of young. So I was like, you know,
1: yeah, no, I was I, thinking
0: about I, I that. other shit. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. Like even
1: even Netflix original content. Like, uh, 2011 is when they purchased House of Cards, um, and it debuted in 2013. So even Netflix original content, which we have so much of it now, um, and great things like Stranger Things, like even that is only like five years old at most, which is in the grand yeah. scheme of things is pretty short.
0: I mean, they've grown so. They've done so much shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, such no, a they really like a have. small amount of time. It's kind of nuts.
1: Yeah, it is kind of nuts.
0: Because yeah, I remember when
1: like the original content was pretty much like House of Cards and Orange is the New Black, and you're like, oh my god, this is so great! Like we need more Netflix original content. Like just kind of like craving for them to have more. Now I can't turn on my TV and load up Netflix without just seeing tons and tons and tons of Netflix original content across documentaries, stand up comedy, and everything. So, it's just, yeah, like,
0: it's kind of nuts actually. i'm into it
1: i am i yeah and and though if one last thing on the Quickster thing is they obviously knew where it all was heading um and they just completely botched how they were handling it but like i can't fault them for wanting to try and do what they were doing because that's where we ended up anyways (laughs) like yeah yeah i don't know anyone i don't even know if it's still can you even get dvds through netflix anymore
0: yeah (laughs) yeah i think you can that's crazy. Aren't there some things that like you can't watch on Netflix?
1: Yeah, there's a, there's a ton of stuff that you can't watch, but I they
0: have and you can
1: maybe get I don't a know. DVD. I don't know. I don't know the last time I pulled up the Netflix.com website because I, just, I watch it through everything else, like an app on like a tablet oh. or a phone or through like the Apple TV or something. So
0: I don't know. Maybe it's it's wow, crazy. It's kind of weird to think about, like you think they track the DVD? Like, how do, like, I've, I don't even know. Like, running a DVD business like that must be terrible logistically. Oh, yeah, it
1: was crazy. I, I remember I read it back in, like, uh, I think, like, 2009 ish i remember reading an article about how netflix had to work with the u.s postal system to improve the way that things were handled because they relied so heavily on it for their dvd distribution um and so they invested in tons of money to try and improve the system because it helped them on the other end of it to get a dvd to someone's house as quickly as possible Um, wow yeah see the logistics of that is just it was it was absolutely crazy
0: you so. know what this makes me think of? That hmm. is not related whatsoever to what we're talking about. What? Um I listened to this podcast episode recently. I think it was on Planet Money. Mhm. And it was all about um shit, what are those things again? What are the what are the things that like like in shipping? They use them to, like, hold, like, boxes and stuff. They're like the pallets. That's what they are. Like the wooden pallets. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah? So yeah. I, I, I don't know why, but this whole podcast, it was so interesting to hear about the innovations in wooden pallets. Oh, my gosh. I kind of love that. How long ago was this? It wasn't that long ago. It was, like, a, maybe, like, a month or two ago. I think it was on Planet Money. I'm not sure. But there is a science... To wood pallets, and it kind of reminds me of what we're talking about here with like how you like track shit. Like, how do you track DVDs? How do you mm-hmm. track wooden pallets?
1: Yeah, it's uh, right? for anyone anyone that's interested. We'll have a link in the show notes. It's episode five forty five of Planet Money called "The Blue Pallet." There you
0: go. Oh, so yeah, the whole episode is about blue pallets, which oh, I'm so excited is an innovation in the palette world. How nerdy am I that I'm like ex- like excitedly Dude, cannot so wait for my cool. train ride tomorrow to listen to this p- episode of Playboy. And they A-Moddy. also talk about how there are different types of pallets. That oh are made. God, that's awesome. And why one is better than the other. It's just, it's so fascinating. You, you gotta listen to that episode.
1: I can't wait. I'm excited. I'm excited. Tomorrow morning, <laughs> when everyone else is listening to Shenantix, I'll be
0: listening to episode 545 of Planet <laughs> Money Blue for 16 minutes and 52 seconds. I can't wait to get out a Discord message. That was so cool. <laughs> you, you will
1: too. I'll get to the office, I'll sit down. First thing I do, I load up my computer, so I'll be messaging Skeikie.
0: <laughs> Blue palettes? That's amazing!
1: oh my gosh no it's 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 awesome we live it we live in a crazy time with the with the access to information um it really started with we with wikipedia in the early 2000s um where we could we had so much more access to just whatever you wanted to know oh we'd go to wikipedia and find it out and then through the explosion of podcasts and other things we just we have we we get to learn and find out so much about things that Who even knew would be interesting? Like if I was if it was like early nineties, and granted I'd be a child then, but let's say it was like early nineties and I was talking to my parents, being like, Oh, you know, do you want I have this great thing for you to listen to about pallets? They would like roll their I mean, they would still do it to this day. They would roll their eyes at me and be like, Are you kidding me? So no, it's that's awesome. Yeah.
0: You know, I yeah. Pod that that kind of story were just works in podcast format. I mean, Mm The the weird the cool thing about podcasts now is that it's like hey this thing that you never thought you'd be interested in I'm gonna make it interesting for you like that's that's what podcasts is now that's what mm. our podcast is about yeah yeah no it's true it's we true. just make up interesting things that's true. exactly no we it's 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 uh it's literally
1: just two people that have a conversation and as they think of various things they tell the other and then it snowballs into some other world that we have gotten into so like some yeah, other just that's a crazy good, stuff that's a good description actually of our podcast yeah no it's uh it's crazy it's crazy <laughs> shenantics. it's the the go-to place for listening to two guys talk about friendship
0: <laughs> that's that's all we talk about it's just so friendship it's just, exactly
1: <laughs> it's uh yeah no it, it's great so speaking of things to talk about um you you gave me a little pre-show teaser that you uh you'd been playing a new game that has <laughs> totally just I I don't know. I you just said I've been playing a new game and I said great, let's talk about it.
0: <laughs> so uh, tell me about yeah. this game
1: and tell right. me what it is about it.
0: So it's uh it's not really like a new game. It's it's in it's in beta. It's in a it's a beta format. It's called okay. Escape from Tarkov. Have you heard okay. about it?
1: No, I've heard nothing about it.
0: So it's kind of like my new off-stream game addiction. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what it is about it, but I'm I'm so obsessed with it. it I think it's partially because it's a very difficult game. It's so hard mm-hmm. that I keep wanting to get better at it. Okay. So it's kind of like, it's a survival shooter game Mm -hmm. that's like very much loot based. So as a general thing, you are dropped on a map. You can loot, collect things, kill NPCs or real players, get their loot, and then extract out of the map and then you have that loot. It's actually a very simple concept. Okay. Um, so let's say you have this loot, right? You put it on your character, and you're like, hey, I'm gonna go back out and try to get more loot. You're mm-hmm. out there, you get killed by another player. Okay. You respawn, but you you spawn out, and then you lose all the loot that you had. Okay. So it's kind of like uh, I'm going to go out there, find loot, possibly die and lose everything or go out there, find loot and leave mm-hmm. and get all the loot and then just to go back out to lose it all later. So it's like a <laughs> it's very Monk. And, like it's so nerve wracking. Yeah. I must use a Twitch emote there. I know. I, I, it is. I was. I was just gonna let it slide. So but... <laughs> I mean, it's. I. I've never had my heart beat out of my chest so quickly. Like I'm always so scared. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like the fear gets to you, because you know you have like you're like. Cause part of me is also like still learning the game. So I'm like trying to find out where the extraction points are. And mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. is that a person is that a player or is that an NPC? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Should I try to fire at it and kill them? Like what if they have a partner? <laughs> like I have all this loot. I have this really cool gun that I want to bring back. I don't know if I should be greedy or not. Like there's a lot of things that go through your head. And it's a it's a realistic shooter. So okay. it's very like you know um you load the right ammo into your magazine to then put onto your gun kind of thing and mm-hmm. you know you have to have the right vests and ammunition and all that stuff so mm-hmm. it's like uh that that's like a whole other thing and then you have like your stash mm-hmm. which is your character like all the loot you've ever had so you can organize your stash which is Oh my god that's fun. actually
1: that's pretty cool.
0: and then uh there's another thing called traders so you can sell your stuff to traders to get money or you can buy stuff off of them and then uh, you could do tasks for them to level them up to get better mm-hmm. gear okay so um there's that part and then there's like um you know there's like stats for you so like mm-hmm. you can level up your strength let's say and if you get a higher level of strength then you can run farther and jump higher or um you know there's like different different kind of things. Okay. So, uh, I mean, it's kind of it's kind of simple, but there's there's some complexities to it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I it's a it's a really like it's one of the I think one of the coolest first person shooters I've ever played. That that sounds really cool. I think
1: one thing that sounds really interesting to me is that the incentive system of it is kind of based around acquiring loot type thing Mm -hmm. um where if you compare it to a lot of the games that we've had first and third person shooters um like all the battle royales uh the incentive system is kind of to win right like the main reason you're playing is to get in first um where it seems like a lot of this one's based around going in getting stuff and then leaving with that stuff that you can then like that in and of itself is kind of like a little bit of a driving force am i right with that
0: yeah, yeah, kinda. I think the, in this kind of game, though, mm-hmm. every time that I go out and loot something, mm-hmm. I 100% in my head i am like, I am going to lose this. Mm-hmm. Because you need to accept that you're going <laughs> to lose the bad loot, because then, otherwise, you'll never use it.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Because no, yeah. then it's just
0: going to sit in your stash, and you're never going to like take it out, because you're like, oh, I'm a little too scared to use this, I don't want to lose it, but it's like, <laughs> You have to. You have to just be like, hey, I'm gonna lose this loot, whatever.
1: But <laughs> like, some yeah. people but some people also do enjoy the other side of it of like I have it and I don't wanna risk losing it because I'm just getting enjoyment from the fact that it's sitting in my stash. I have
0: it. That's fine too. Yeah. That that's cool too. I, I think there's a lot of people like that.
1: Well, yeah. I can I, um, I can I can imagine that there is because like there like like there is value in like the Having of the item like that's part of the reason you're going out to get it um, yeah. is just the fact of having not even the not other than the fact that it makes you better by having giving you some benefit of being a better piece of gear. Um Just the fact that like you got whatever it is and you got out with it, you're like ooh that's cool. And now it has like this this intrinsic value to you that you don't want to go lose. Yes. Um, yes, to bring it back out again, which I that's that's really
0: interesting. It's kind of cool. It's cool. Like I think it's um you know it's different in that way because you really are focused on the loot. Mm-hmm. And and you know killing other players and stuff too. That's fine. Yeah. Um. Whenever you kill another player, you can pick up their dog tag. Okay. Which has their name on it.
1: Mm.
0: Hmm. Uh. And then you can sell that later. But I keep them in my stash because I like to see all the people I killed. <laughs> <That's>... um, <laughs> oh my god. Um. It. But then all the the guns too are customizable. Mm. Hmm. So you can pick up attachments for your guns as well. That's cool. Uh, and you can like mod your gun to take like put a new stock on to reduce recoil, or put a silencer on, or like, I mean, it's actually a little overwhelming the amount of shit that you can do yeah to your gun and everything. I mean, I I don't know. I think it's one of the more promising first person shooters that I've come across.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Uh, like I feel like this it could be like a really really I mean it already is a big game. There's a huge kind of like there's a huge following. For a mm-hmm. game that's in beta like this,
1: mm-hmm. there's a lot of people playing it. Yeah. No, that this sounds it sounds really, really cool. One thing that I think is really interesting, and not to compare this at all in any way to like um to PUBG or any of those other Battle Royale games. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing that is very interesting as a parallel to those is when you see when you watch people play those, there is there's an enjoyment that people have from loot in those games too in the battle royale games right like the process of you land in and you go around searching for great items to equip on yourself in like PUBG. um it's just like that that's a that's a big portion of the game to like just that aspect so it's kind of cool that there's like this first person shooter that that plays like an even bigger role in like the foundation of the game um so it's just it's kind of interesting to see see this like common thread around games in that so Yeah,
0: and I, I think um, you know, I don't really see it as a as a battle royale game in some way, even though like it mm-hmm. kinda th- there's some sense of that mm-hmm. in it. Um, but like it's not you're not yeah, like the thing is you're not going in there to win. Yeah.
1: yeah. There
0: is no real winning. Yeah. If you I mean if you get out alive with your loot, mm-hmm. you win. But you can always you can decide that, you know, like yeah. in yeah. in a way. In a way. Yeah. You decide when to win the game. <laughs> Yeah, that's um, so cool. Huh, that's just So like it's it, kind of like you know, I'm I'm a little sick of the BR craze like a yeah. tad bit. You know, I'm I'm kind of over it. Yeah. The, the Fortnite hype and, you know, I I like PUBG, it's a fun game, but I can't I don't I don't want to play it all the time. So
1: the, Yeah, I hear you on that one. So but yeah, no, that sounds really interesting. I might have to might have to look into to topping uh, into this. We'll you see. think really you are thinking about it? It sounds cool. This entire thing sounds really cool um
0: it it is cool but i'm
1: not good at <laughs> i'm not good at first person shooters at all <laughs> i'm so bad says the overwatch guy i mean yeah exactly that's why that's why i'm like high bronze <laughs> low silver i'm so terrible at it yeah, i there am is so a much, lot there's a lot of so the game fun. yeah
0: plus you can come in with me and i'll i'll help play with you and help you protect me yeah i'll protect yes. you
1: i have a personal bodyguard skanky
0: there you go. And they're they they still they're still, like, wiping the game and stuff. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. like, you know, anything you collect, like, it's going to be lost at some point. So, yeah. You know. Yeah. You could always jump in during a wipe.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I have to,
0: I'm going to have to check it out. I'll, I'll watch a few streams
1: on Twitch. Are you, any chance that you're going to stream it at all, or is it just going to be your off-stream game?
0: I don't know if I'm going to stream it or not. I don't know how much of a, like, there are a lot of people that stream it. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if I'm like, I don't know, I don't know. I'm kind of enjoying having it as like my off-stream thing. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I don't know if people would want to watch me stream it. Yeah,
1: yeah. you know, yeah. There's a, there's there's a struggle with that. About one like games that you enjoy, but and whether or not other people want to watch you stream it, or is it even good for streaming? Like, is it regardless of if there's anyone that we know or that watches us that wants to watch it? Like, is it even good content for like that for the streaming format? So
0: yeah, exactly. I mean, it's you know, there's people who have built their streams just on playing this game. mm -hmm. So like, there's definitely been a lot of like interaction Twitch-wise with this game. But like for me as a streamer, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it would work for me to mm-hmm. stream it.
1: Yeah, I hear that. I hear that.
0: So I'll think about it.
1: Well, that's why I. Like, that's what I like to hear.
0: Um. <laughs> so I mean,
1: moving on from from the uh, video games a little bit, we have to. Uh, we have to talk about. We have to talk about a a story that is oddly becoming a record recurring thing for this podcast. Oh. <laughs>
0: I already
1: like, know. Yeah, because it's I feel like I feel like that's like I, you know, I might have misspoke earlier when I said shenanigans you tune in to listen to two friends talk about friendship. Um what it really is is you tune in to shenanigans listen to two guys beat the dead horse of movie pass.
0: <laughs> Welcome to the Movie Pass podcast guys, Welcome to the Movie Pass podcast where, all where we talk about is Movie <laughs> MoviePass.
1: Pass. Every week, uh, I think it was even just last week that we did the the follow up story where the Movie Pass was audited, and they're like, they are never going to make money; they're always just going to constantly lose money. Yeah. Um, and then this week, it came out that Movie Pass is adjusting their terms of like what your benefits are, um, and which makes it significantly less uh, too good to be true. I believe what is it that the cost is changing? Um, isn't it still ten dollars a month? Is this still ten dollars a month? I thought it was, I thought it was going. I thought it was going up, or they were changing it to quarterly. They they were saying changing something with the cost. Um, but oh. then they were also changing it that no, the I, sorry, the cost is staying, staying the same. But it isn't that you can watch one movie a day now. It's like you get to watch like four or five movies over the course of a month. Is what I believe yeah. it changed over to. Um, yeah, let's see. Yeah, instead, the nine ninety five subscription will allow customers to purchase only four tickets per month, um, which is which is interesting. Big difference. It is a very big difference. One thing that, like, realistically, the ten dollars is still a good deal for four movies a month, but it then gets to the point where it's like, eh. I don't know if I'm gonna go. Like it's not where I'm gonna go so consistently that it
0: makes sense for me to get it. But I just I don't know. The thing know, is, it, still, if you if you go see one movie a month, it's still worth it. Yeah. yeah. At ten dollars a month. Hmm. Um. Yeah, I don't. I don't know, man. I'm. Uh, so I feel like Movie Pass. This is what happened. Mm-hmm. Was it Movie Pass like twenty dollars a month or something?
1: It was some very high price.
0: Yeah. When it first and came out. So so they were like, you know, the twenty dollars a month, I could see that being still a relatively good deal if you go and see a lot of movies. Mm-hmm. You know, if it was still under the hey, you see one movie a day for a whole month and you're fine. Yeah. Um yeah. And I think some guys were like, Hey, let's try to get the word out there about movie pass. Mm -hmm. and lower it to $10 a month and then have a whole bunch of PR and a whole bunch of people talk about it. And then maybe Mm -hmm. we'll get a whole bunch of subscribers. And then we can eventually raise the price again. Yeah. (laughs) And I think it went a little too well for them. Yeah. No, I agree. Like, I think there was too many people signing up for MoviePass. And they were like, whoa, we're going to lose a lot of money now. (laughs) We Mm -hmm. need to, like, figure this out. Yeah. So now I think they're trying to figure out um how to raise the price again <laughs> yeah i agree i feel like one they i feel like they made
1: one very big mistake um what's the term in i believe it's in it's a marketing term um is it anchoring where like the idea is if you go out and you release rumors or someone else prices something at like, let's say you, let's say there's a rumor that your phone is going to cost a thousand dollars. And then when the phone actually comes out, it's $800 and you're like, Oh my God, it's such a good price because you were mentally anchored into the thousand dollar price where if they had just released the $800 phone, you'd be like, Oh, that's really expensive for a phone. Right. And so there's the idea that like you start to attach value based on like what you know. And so if they, if you are fed a price to begin with then you now judge future your future value judgments are based on that original price and so moviepass has kind of almost shot themselves in the foot a little bit because they've done a similar thing with the amount of movies that you could watch right like like you said 995 for even just one movie a month is still a great deal and so 995 for four movies a month is still a great deal but Comparatively, it looks like a bad deal because for the past year and a half, we've had nine ninety five for unlimited movies a month, right? And so it's yes. like when people look at it, you're now comparing movie MoviePass to this reality that existed of unlimited and went from unlimited to four, which is a gigantic drop. No one was necessarily using the unlimited or what a day, so really thirty, not unlimited, but like it goes from yeah. thirty to four, and people most likely were not using the thirty a month, but it looks like this gigantic drop down and then if they then increase the price on the other side like let's say it goes from nine dollars a month to 15 a month like then people are all of a sudden it's like yeah i mean like you're just you're just gonna get kicked over and over again with bad pr because you're changing things that may still be a great value but it's different than what it was before and you gave people such a great value that they're going to compare it to that
0: I agree. I think, you know, it's difficult for this kind of company because why do people get MoviePass? Because it's a good deal. That's mm-hmm. the only thing that it has going for it.
1: So true. It's so the true. The
0: only reason we buy this is because it's $10 yeah. and we can see these movies. Mm-hmm. And when I think about it, I'm saying, "Hey, a $1 movie ticket's like $15. This is a no-brainer." Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's the thinking behind it. There's no other asset for MoviePass yeah. that makes me want to stay in it. It's, yeah. not like yeah. it's not like a Netflix. It's not like oh, I get to see these these shows, and that's what I'm paying for, and like you know, I make value out of whatever show I watch or rewatch or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, we're actually buying this service to save money on something else. So <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. That's, that whole model in my brain is like that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, no, Because, like, somebody's losing money
1: on this. It's, it's true, yeah. The only value add that the company is bringing is that they're taking a hit for us to watch movies for cheaper. Like, that, that is it. That's um, it. Or, or the only way that they can fix it is that they turn around and sell the data that we're then giving them about what movies we watch, and they're going to somehow make up the difference. But still, like, you're in a very tough spot That as a company that your only existence is that you don't bring value to the table other than essentially being a coupon like that's yep, that's, that's all you are
0: <laughs> so it's, like uh, i mean i and think about it they they print out debit cards to mm-hmm. send to people yeah right exactly that's yeah. expensive that's and, like yeah <laughs> i mean i don't i just don't i don't know i don't know how it how it happens <laughs> yeah this is oh my god i
1: don't know i don't know. it's so great this is like this is to bring it back to the beginning of this episode like this is the type of shit that silicon valley does such a great job of just totally ripping to shreds when you see like in like the show and it's like you'll have like some new tech ceo and they'd be like like the entire point of the thing is that like the entire service is just gonna keep losing money because they don't actually understand what they're doing like or that like they're trying to do it for this ult- like oh we need to lose money to do X and it's like that's great but you are like losing an insane amount of money it's, yeah. it's not feasible to keep trying to do this like oh but the service is such a cool idea it's like sure but like you can't just keep losing you know tons of money year over year over year for something that doesn't really have any value to it so it's a uh, I don't know it's kind of I, it's I interesting I think
0: like I think maybe this was not the best move to make right now. Yeah, for them, where they they lower it this much. Yeah, I feel like there should have been something else that happened. Yeah, where yeah, we saw an attempt publicly from them to make money in another capacity, mm-hmm. like to sell that advertising revenue on their mm-hmm. like some on their on their app or to do something else, just yeah. to like. Show us that they're trying and then come out with a PR statement that's like, hey, guys, we've been trying all these different things and they're not working for us revenue wise. So this is the best bet that we have. (laughs) By the way, we're going to give you three month trial of iHeartRadio, which is just. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. (laughs) A throwaway thing because (laughs) iHeartRadio is dying and they're trying to jump on anything they can. So Um. congratulations. (laughs) Congratulations. Yes, I so love that. Hold on, I
1: gotta see if I can find the the quote. So I I read about this in um in a verge article, and the uh the they have just the best quote about this. Um, so they said to help ease the blow, MoviePass is throwing in a three month trial of iHeartRadio's all access subscription. Though it's not exactly clear why a three month trial for an audio service is supposed to be a decent standard <laughs> for movie tickets. <laughs> That's- It was, I think that was, like, I read that, like, that was my favorite line of the entire article, because it just, it it shows how insanely ridiculous it is that, like, I mean, what they essentially could have also done, which would have been just as weird, is, like, you guys, we are reducing the number of movies you can see a month from 30 to 4, but by the way, we are also releasing a monthly podcast on the topic of birds, and you're like, (laughs) What the fuck <laughs> does that have to do with what you just told me? <laughs> like, to, whoa, well, oh, because I heard Radio also needs help. So you guys are bed together of two failing companies. Yes.
0: Like Jesus. <laughs> it's, yeah, uh, it's just um. I feel like there needs to be a little bit more openness about this. Yeah, company. <laughs> like, uh, they gotta talk about like what's go like how like how. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Like I. This is such a weird thing.
1: It is such a weird thing. Oh, I love it though. I, I, <laughs> I don't know why. Conversation. Yeah, I don't know why, but there's something about this that I just eat up movie pass articles now. <laughs> like anything yeah. piece that people need to post about movie pass, I will eat that shit up like no other. Like I don't know. It's it's great. It's great. So but
0: oh, I wanna really know just... what these contracts they have with theaters look like
1: i do too oh i so because
0: they they must have just got like a lump sum of cash or something for it yeah i don't know this is this is
1: this this brings up um a really i really love that you say that because it brings up a really good point that i think supports a position i took um early on in the shenantics podcast. shenantics uh, And that is that if you're given the choice between flight and invisibility, you always choose invisibility. Because what you can do is you can go into the rooms and you can find out what these contracts with these theaters say. So it's just, I just want to make sure everyone is clear on on the value of invisibility um, with that.
0: (laughs) Didn't I choose flying? Yeah, you chose (laughs) flying. I chose invisibility. Flying is so cool.
1: Yeah, but you can, with invisibility, you can read these contracts and then. I don't know information oh, because man.
0: invisibility is so nefarious
1: it is very nefarious so it's a uh, yeah no
0: it's <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> you're right <laughs> yeah you're right so um so but other than other than movie pass though um I actually have another little bit of a throwback for our food finish
0: oh okay
1: so um, so a few weeks ago, uh, I was talking for our food finish or around, I think it was our triple food finish. Um, I was mentioning that there was I was going to start doing meal prepping, and I was using the site uh, BudgetBytes.com. Maybe this was even last week or two weeks ago. Um, oh. But I was using BudgetBytes.com uh, for meal prep recipes, and I did it last weekend. I did it this weekend, and it has gone amazing. So I just wanted to give uh, a quick update to that. But okay. today... The reason why I bring this up is because today while I was making my food for the upcoming week it reminded me of something that we kind of left our our listeners in the dark on and I think it's time for you to bring them into the fold. And so oh. this week I was making um pasta for the <gasps> upcoming week for my meal prep some some good yes. penne and Ganky, uh, a few weeks ago, he maybe it was even like a month ago. He said that there was a important trick to making pasta to do it correctly that he was uh-huh. going to share with you guys. I think now is the time for those diehard shenanigans fanatics to get to get paid off on, on their, uh, their their waiting for the tip and trick. Did we not? Did we not talk about it? You and I talked about it after the podcast. Oh,
0: you're we, right.
1: Because even Soraya, if I remember, I believe it was Soraya in the Discord yeah. said, are we ever going to find out what the pasta tip oh. is? <laughs> and the only reason I thought about today is because I do it now when I make pasta and I did it. And I was like, oh, we never actually told anybody what That's this was. That's hilarious. Once. So I think it's time that we I think it's time to right. inform everyone.
0: It's actually very simple. It is. It's a very very simple way to make amazing pasta. Mhm. All and right. Is it? So when you're cooking your pasta and you're it's boiling in the water, right? Mhm. M what do you usually do when your pasta's ready and you have the boiling water? What do you do with that water?
1: So what I usually do or used to do is I would take the pot with the with the pasta and the water, and then I would yes. go over to the sink. You have the colander in there with the thing with the holes in the bottom, uh-huh. the strainer or whatever, and then I dump the entire pot of pasta and water into there. So all the water drains out, and I throw the pasta back in the pot.
0: Got it. That's wrong, guys. What? It's I've been wrong. living a lie. You've been living somewhat of a lie because most of that is right. Okay. What you want to do is, guys, you want to get a cup. All right, grab a cup. And before you pour out all the water, take that cup and take a cup of the pasta water out and put it on the side. Then you can strain all the rest of your water out with your pasta and put it back in the in the, the pot with your sauce. Once you're mixing it all together, grab that pasta water and add a little bit to the pasta. Okay, 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 okay. Why?
1: Why are we doing that? The water is just—it makes no sense to me. You just—the water is waste. There was all the only—the only only purpose of the water was so that the pasta goes from hard awfulness to nice tender pasta.
0: I love how like you're playing Jad Album Rod, Album Rod right now. What do you mean? What do you mean? I mean, I don't don't get it. I mean, is it just like regular pasta water? I mean, like what is? Um. Uh, Okay, so when you're cooking your pasta, all the anything that's in the pasta, the starch, the flavor of the pasta is going into and seeping into the water. Mm -hmm. So all that flavor you're dumping out when you when you strain your pasta. So you want to keep some of that and so you'll have a little bit more flavor mm-hmm. and it adds a little bit of a different consistency to your pasta it kind of rehydrates the pasta in a way mm-hmm. yeah. you know because when you're when you're boiling you're kind of like drying out your pasta a little bit mm-hmm. cuz it's kind of like sucking all like all the water's out so you're adding a little bit of water back in to kind of rehydrate the pasta and add that flavor back in that you lost when you boiled all the flavor out
1: mm-hmm. yeah
0: yeah, yeah so it's all, i feel like
1: from like my opinion it like as like when you're boiling it's breaking down some like the starches of the noodles um and like that's in the water like you can even see it though like when you take like the cup of the was it was it called like cooking water or something like that is that what you originally called it when you told me yeah Uh, it's kind of
0: yeah cooking water it's like your yeah 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 whatever
1: yeah when when you take it out like you see it like it is foggier and like darker it's not just like clear water and oh, part yeah, of that no, is you can
0: see the starch in there yeah exactly and the... it's
1: just got all that all that stuff that was pulled out from the pasta and does have like so much more flavor into it and then it puts it back in and you have like a fuller body pasta at least that's what it tastes like to me so right doesn't it taste significantly different it does and it tastes significantly better um, in my opinion um, and also I, the second thing is because like I said I've been doing this since Kinky told me about it after the podcast <laughs> (laughs) like months ago um but uh it's uh and with like the different sauces that you make it does help um to make them the right consistency too right like if you have like a like like nice garlic buttery type um Mm -hmm. sauce that you're using it's uh you can kind of use that to get like a nicer consistency um with it with the sauce and Uh, more flavor, and like you said, it brings the pasta back, like, a little more back to life um, with it in there, so.
0: Yeah, and when do you put your sauce on? I throw it all together. (laughs) You just... Just, Wait, do you not even heat up your sauce beforehand?
1: Oh, yeah. No, I see. I heat my sauce beforehand. Okay. Good. so But I, but a lot of what I do now is like, it may not be right, but like with the meal prepping, because a lot of the pastas I'm making are for like meal prepping type thing, or I save oh, it for like okay. leftovers the next day. Um, it's easier if I just throw it all together because I can just portion it out and then just bring that one thing and not have to Got worry it. about separate containers and all that kind of stuff. So
0: Yeah, because pasta is like really, timing wise, it's one of the most easiest things.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah.
0: really, it's so simple.
1: No, it really is. It's it's really nice. So
0: add your pasta water, guys. Yes, Trust.
1: yes, Yes. Add the pasta water, and for those of you guys that stuck around all this time to hear this one tip, you are now you are now allowed to stop listening to shenanigans if you want. So we have, <laughs> we have delivered.
0: We did it, guys. It's your last it's, one. Wait, what episode number is this?
1: Uh, 68,
0: I believe. <laughs> 68 oh my god next one's 69
1: oh i know so i guess we can't end it this time no but, um, you gotta
0: listen to episode 69 guys you that got to you lit. got it's gonna
1: be great yeah you you don't even Whoa. know how good it's. you gonna don't be. even know yeah, yeah you, you know the best way to ensure an episode 69 is to leave a five-star rating review on itunes for
0: us i i agree with that wait Damn. there's moms that listen to this podcast right yes yeah we have actually a really big mom following um, we have a, we have a mom following. We have a mom following. You know what? If you you know came to me a couple of years ago and you said, "Hey Nick, you know, in the future you're gonna have a mom following," I wouldn't really know how to take that.
1: I would have been super excited. I love moms.
0: <laughs> I love. I just
1: love moms. <laughs> They're, great. They're great. Who doesn't love a mom? Who doesn't
0: love a mom? <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, you guys, that's been another episode of Shenantics. New episodes go live bright and early Monday morning, just in time for your workday, school day, chores, pasta making. Whatever you do on Monday, we are there to hang out with you. You can find the podcast anywhere you find podcasts, including the iTunes Store, Google Play Store, and at our website at shenantics.rocks. If you have any comments or questions for us, you can send us a tweet at twitter.com slash pod or an email at shenanticspodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. If you want to join the discussion with all the other Shenantics Fanatics, you can head over to our website at Shenantics.rocks about and click on the invite link for the ultra secret, awesome, cool Discord server where everyone hangs out every week to talk about all the stuff that we missed or other cool things that are going on that are tangentially related to the podcast a little bit of a sneak preview where we don't usually do this but if you guys have oh. not if you have not joined the discord you missed out on great things like yummy posting this great image saying from reddit said i called my girlfriend alexa today um and it's uh if we would not have known about that if it weren't for joining the discord for the shenanigans wow. room exclusive exclusive content exclusive. Also, really quick, one other thing I love about that image um, is there's it's like three lines long at the titles. I called my girlfriend Alexa today. It then has two edits. And the first edit is her name is not Alexa. <laughs> and edit yeah, number two okay. to really just clarify it is I confused her with Amazon Echo's name.
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the clarification. Exactly. I really
1: appreciate that. <laughs> Thank you. So, um, and because of that, I've now specified on Tinder that I only date women named Alexa. So I do not have that problem. Um, uh, but yeah, so that's over at the discord. Speaking of things on the internet, skanky work. Can they find you on the internet
0: they can find me on twitch at twitch.tv slash skanky s-k-x-n-k-y also known as skuku skanksky skunky and stinky you can also follow me on twitter at i skanky i-s-k-a-n-k-y and m cole where can they find you
1: i'm on twitch at twitch.tv slash mcole underscore m-c-u-l and the underscore symbol same username on twitter twitter.com slash mcole underscore skanky it was so great talking to you this week bud
0: Great talking to you too. I'll see you next time for episode number sixty-nine. Sixty-nine. Buh-bye. Bye bye. Bye.